Hey everybody, and welcome back to MG on the Mic. I know, I feel like I say this every episode that I record, but I know that it's been a while, but I'm going back to school soon, so hopefully that will help me get on a more consistent schedule with recording these episodes and posting them and whatnot. But today's episode, I'm just going to be, I'm going to try to make it a short one. Or on the shorter side of things. I'm going to do a quick catch up on the NWSL. I'm only going to heavily touch or really talk about a couple of games. The more interesting ones that I watched. But I will give the scores. And then I'm going to be talking about kind of the... And then I'm going to be talking about the new signings. And trades and things that have happened through the NWSL. And then I'm going to be talking about the give you updates and tell you who won or where the international tournaments that are going on um, right now are standing. And then unfortunately, there is an updated injury list. So I'll also talk about that. And then I'll touch on the WNBA for a second. And then I'll close out with just giving you a life update. So I hope you enjoy the episode. So like I said, I'm going to start off this episode by talking about some of the things, or catching up on the NWSL games. Um, I have, I think, three sets to catch y'all up on. So the first set of NWSL games that I'm going to be talking about are the Houston Dash versus Kansas City Current. The Kansas City Current won this game 2-1. Lola Bonta converted a penalty in the 43rd minute for Kansas City, and then Haley Mace scored right out of halftime in the 46th minute, but Houston was able to pull one back with an own goal caused by Elizabeth Ball in the 10th minute of stoppage time. Ebony Salmon made her debut and started for Houston in this game, and Joelle Anderson, I think, also got her first NWSL start for Houston. The next game was O.L. Rain versus North Carolina Courage. O.L. Rain won 2-0. Jess Fishhawk scored in the 52nd minute off of an assist from Bethany Balser, and then Bethany Balser scored in the 74th minute off of an assist from Jess Fishlock. Kim Little started in this game, but Tobin Heath did not play. Laura Harvey said that this was because she hadn't been in a team environment in a while, and they were just trying to work her up to fitness, and she didn't trust herself to essentially be responsible if Tobin Heath was on the bench that she'd want to play her. And then frankly, Frankie Taglaferi made her first NWSL start for North Carolina. The next game was Angel City versus Portland Thorns. This ended in a 1-1 draw. There was a goal at the very beginning of the game and the goal at the very end of the game. It was felt like a loss, honestly, for Angel City because of they were literally 30 seconds away from getting all three points, but they didn't. Savannah McCaskill scored in the second minute off of a penalty rebound. She missed the penalty, but she was able to 
get the rebound. Yasmin Ryan scored the heartbreaking equalizer in the sixth minute of stoppage time off of a dime of an assist from Madison Pogarsh. Lily Nabet got her first NWSL start for Angel City, and then Sydney LaRue made her Angel City debut in the 64th minute. This was also Danny Weatherholt's 100th NWSL appearance, and then for Portland, Hannah Betfort, Taylor Porter, Natalie Beckman, and Gabby Provenzano made their first NWSL starts, and then Shelby Hogan made her NWSL debut for the Portland Thorns, and she had an insane game. It was amazing. The next game is Gotham versus Chicago Red Stars. Chicago won 3-0. Sarah Lubert scored in the 16th minute. Vanessa DiBernardo scored in the 25th minute. And Ella Stevens scored in the 84th minute. This was Gina Lewandowski's last game because she retired. And a lot of people have a lot or had a lot of questions about how exactly Chicago would work without Mal Pugh because of, at this point, several teams were missing their star players because of the international tournaments that were going on. And so a lot of people had questions about how Chicago would work. But honestly, Chicago is sneakily good. I'm really interested to see what the second half of their season is going to look like, but I still have questions about Gotham and I'll touch more on those later on. The next game is San Diego Wave versus Washington Spirit. San Diego won 2-1. Mackenzie Doniak scored in the 36th minute, and then Belle Breed, Breedy scored in stoppage time of the first half in the fourth minute of stoppage time. And then Jordan Baggett scored in stoppage time of the second half, And this was the first game back after she got injured in the Challenge Cup final after that scary collision. And this, Alex Morgan has 11 goals so far this season. And like Chicago and Malpue, a lot of people had questions about how San Diego would look, how they would play without her. The next game was the Orlando Pride versus Racing Louisville. This ended in a 2-2 draw, and this game actually happened at Daytona Speedway. Amina Ekic scored in the 34th minute, and then Savannah DeMello scored off of a free kick in the 51st minute. Kylie Strom scored, I think it was her first NWSL goal, in the 59th minute, and Darian Jenkins scored in the 69th minute to tie it up. The Orlando Pride versus Houston Dash. Orlando won 1-0, and Allie Prysock scored an own goal in the 79th minute for the Orlando Pride. And then the next game was Racing Louisville versus Gotham. Gotham won 2-1. to Paige Monahan scored in the 25th minute for Gotham. Savannah DeMello scored in the 67th minute. And then Taylor Smith scored the game winner in the 80th minute. And Gotham looked I don't know they're really inconsistent I think is my main not concern but my main observation about Gotham is that they're very inconsistent so you don't know which Gotham you're gonna get and yes they were missing Midge Purse, Ifyana Manu, 
Christy Mewis, but it's like even when those players are there, they still kind of look the same. So it's bizarre to me. The next game was Angel City versus San Diego Wave. Angel City won 2-1. to one. This was the first regular season rivalry game between these two teams. Allie Riley scored her first NWSL goal in the ninth minute. Kristen McNabb tied the game in the 59th minute. And then Claire Emsley scored the game winner in the 81st minute. This was her Angel City debut, and she subbed in at the start of the second half. And I'm obviously an Angel City fan, so I really, really like this game. But both teams were missing a lot of players, so I'll be really interested to see how the game looks when they play at San Diego. The next game was Washington Spirit versus Kansas City Current. Kansas City Current won 1-0. CC Kaiser scored for Kansas City Current in the 68th minute. Tanea Alexander then won a penalty kick in stoppage time of the game, but A.D. French saved it. And honestly, A.D. French is having an MVP period, not just even goalkeeper, just MVP of the entire team performance because she has won her team some games with the saves she is able the saves she's able to produce. The next game was Chicago Red Stars versus North Carolina Courage. This was an exciting 2-2 draw. Carson Pickett scored for North Carolina in the 22nd minute. Brittany Ratcliffe scored for North Carolina in the 49th minute. Sarah Griffith then pulled one back in the in the first minute of stoppage time of the game, so the 90 plus one minute, and then Amanda Kowalski scored the game tying goal in the 90 plus fifth minute of stoppage time. The next game was O.L. Rain versus Portland Thorns. This ended in a 2-2 draw. Phoebe McLaren scored an own goal for the Thorns in the 12th minute. Olivia Athens then scored her first NWSL goal in the 13th minute for O.L. Reign, and this was her first NWSL start. Marley Canales also got her first NWSL start in this game, but Hina Sugita was able to was able to get the go-ahead goal in the 60th minute for the Thorns, but Bethany Bosser scored the equalizer in the 81st minute for O.L. Rain. This game was on Twitch, and if anybody knows anything about Twitch, it's that the broadcast quality is terrible. It's just, it's baffling, and this is one of the biggest rivalries in the league, so why would you put this game on Twitch? It's honestly, frankly, just disrespectful. The second, or the next game, it was San Diego Way versus Racing Louisville, and this ended in a nil-nil draw, so there wasn't really much exciting going on. The next game was Houston Dash versus Chicago Red Stars. Houston won 4-1. Ebony Salmon scored the second hat-trick in Houston Dash history, and she became the youngest person to score a hat-trick in the NWSL. She scored in the 11th, the first minute, the 45th plus one minute, so the first minute of stoppage time in the first half, and then the 55th minute. 
Samantha Fisher pulled one back in the 88th minute for Chicago, but then Joel Anderson scored in the eight, in the 90 plus third minute. Ebony Salmon is so so good and so fun to watch, and it makes me sad that she didn't get playing time at Louisville. And obviously, out here scoring goals like that, she has the ability and so I feel like there's something going on at Louisville because they also recently just waived two players and I mean waving players happens but it's weird when you when players not necessarily wave it's weird when players leave to go pursue other playing opportunities when they just signed a two-year contract and that was more specific to Shania Gordon, who they signed at the beginning of the year before the Challenge Cup. The Portland Thorns then played Gotham FC, and Portland won this game 5-0. to nil. Taylor Porter scored in the fifth minute. Olivia Moultrie scored in the seventh minute off of an insane strike, and she's only 16. Marissa Everett scored in the 11th minute. Hannah Betchford scored in the 65th minute. And then Morgan Weaver scored in the 80th minute off of a Gotham defensive mistake. Portland is absolutely rolling through their offense. And like I said, Gotham is kind of a mess. Everybody's kind of clueless. Like, where does this leave Gotham now? Like, is it a coaching issue? Is it a personnel issue? Is it a system issue? Nobody really knows. The next game was Washington Spirit versus Orlando Pride, and this ended in a nil-nil draw, and at this point, Washington needs to win. They had an insane schedule at the beginning of the year, and it's Angel City's going to have the same exact type of schedule at the end of the year, but on that, on top of injuries, they are the reigning champs, and I don't know. They just, they need to figure out, they need to win now. It's about to become dire, especially because they don't have any games in hand like North Carolina does. The last game was Kansas City Current versus OL Reign. Kansas City won 1-0. Lola Bonta scored a penalty in the 18th minute. And then Tobin Heath made her return to the NWSL and O.L. Reign debut in the 78th minute. And like always, O.L. Reign is just struggling to score, but they're getting all their internationals back, um, except for Angelina, who's still with Brazil. And they have gotten Jordan Heidema and obviously Tobin Heath, so it's like we hopefully it'll click soon. Now for the signings. Racing Louisville signed South African winger and board Thimbi Katlana. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that right. On a transfer from Atletico Madrid. But sadly she sustained an Achilles injury so she will not play in the NWSL this season. And then Angel City signed Scottish forward Claire Emsley after picking up her rights in the expansion draft. She And like I mentioned before, she scored the game-winning goal in the game against San Diego. 
the San Diego, speaking of San Diego, San Diego Wave traded defender Tegan McGrady to the Portland Thorns for defender Madison Pogarsh. Um, I, nobody obviously ever really knows why people ask for trades, but Madison Pogarsh is in a relationship with, <clears throat> excuse me, with another, with a defender on San Diego. Kristen Westfall, I think it's her name. And then Angel City goalkeeper Maya Perez was sent on loan to Grand Paris CN Oisk GPSO 92 Issy. Perez will be the starting goalkeeper when the season starts in August, and I'll be really interested to see how she develops in that league because she will be going up against some of the best strikers, offensive powers. And teams like Lyon and PSG. And then OL Reign defenders Ryan Brown and Alyssa Melanson were sent on loan to FC Nordsjylland in the Danish League. And Ryan Brown's OL contract was also extended. And then Alyssa Motts from Chicago, as I'm recording this, just recently announced that she will be retiring and her last game will be July 30th. And then... This doesn't have anything to do with the NWSL, but Heather O'Reilly has been retired for a couple of years, and she is coming out of retirement to play in the league in Ireland to fulfill her dream of playing Champions League football. So that's really fun and interesting. The international tournaments that are going on, we had CONCACAF, Um, Women's Africa Cup of Nations, Euros, Copa America. The U.S. won CONCACAF in a final against Canada off of Alex Morgan PK. It was 1-0. South Africa won their first Women's Africa Cup of Nations, and that story was really cool. It was really fun to watch them. Germany versus England will play in the Euros final, and then Colombia versus Brazil will play in the Copa America final. And then, unfortunately, like I said, I have to touch a little bit on injuries. And Alexia Puteas tore her ACL right before the Euros. Asia Oswala has a grade 2 MCL sprain. Both these players are from Barcelona. The English, the, just the level, the amount of games on these players is insane. The amount of minutes. And then Marie Antoinette Katoto tore her ACL. And then in the NWSL, Makame Gamera-Stevens from the Houston Dash tore her ACL. So everybody is just going down, and it's really sad to watch. So just for a little bit, I'm going to touch on the WNBA. The Las Vegas Aces beat the Chicago Sky in the Commissioner's Cup final. Um, and honestly, I'm really liking the Aces this year. I hope they win. Honestly, my pick for the final, depending on how the bracket works, is the Aces and Sky. And then three teams have already clinched postseason or playoffs. And those are the Las Vegas Aces, Chicago Sky, and Connecticut Sun. 
So that is the update for the WNBA. Hopefully, I know I said I was going to cover the WNBA, but I just, I haven't really, there's a lot more games in the WNBA than there are in soccer, and it's just a little bit harder to figure out how to talk about those, but hopefully I'll figure it out soon. The last thing I'm going to talk about is kind of a life update. Um, It won't be very long, but I'm going back to college Sunday because I have to be trained. Um, But I am going to be on campus for literally almost 20 days before classes start. So that'll be fun. Um, I'm ready to go back and see my friends, but I don't know if I'm necessarily ready to start the classes back and it'll be and I don't think it's hit me that I'm going back because classes are starting I'm going to be there for so long um but because I'm going to be an RA it's just I'm not going to be able to come home as freely as I have in the past so that'll be different But I don't live that far from my house, so my parents can drive up to school and meet me for supper or something if I get homesick. Who knows? But yeah, that's a life update. Thank you for listening to this episode of MG on the Mic. I really hope you enjoyed it. I know I've been really inconsistent this summer, but hopefully with getting back into school and getting back into schedule, I'll be able to find some consistency again. Oh, excuse me. And I know I keep on saying this. Hopefully, I'll finally be able to wrangle one of my friends into being interviewed because I feel like that would be really fun on the podcast. But anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, Recommend it to your friends, your family, anybody you want to, and just tell them to listen and tell them to recommend it to anybody they want to. And I hope you come back for the next one.